0: Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Cathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way, and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Hello again, and welcome to this episode of Along the Way with me, Trudy. Last week, we began our conversation on what I call the trials of the trail. These are the challenges we face along the journey of life from which none of us are exempt. Last episode, I shared about John's battle with cancer and how it has allowed me to look back and see the Lord's faithfulness through a dark valley. John's recovery is a blessing for which I will never stop praising the Lord. But let's be honest, it's easy to thank God and to see His goodness when we get the outcome we want. It's much harder when we don't receive the answer we hoped for, or we can't see an end in sight. Wouldn't you agree? Physical trials come and go for most of us. For some, however, the path up the mountain seems never-ending. Our son David is one of those whose struggle is continuous. Every step is uphill as he navigates life with his own version of what the Apostle Paul calls his thorn in the flesh. David is our fourth child. As I've shared before on another podcast, he was born in Rio de Janeiro while John and I were missionaries in Brazil. Complications during David's birth resulted in a lack of oxygen to his brain, two seizures, and three weeks in the hospital. His pediatrician made it clear to us that, due to the oxygen deprivation he had suffered, David would likely be deficient in his ability to speak, see, and perhaps to even walk. We prepared for the worst, but clung desperately to the quiet confidence that God would sustain us. When David was six months old, we took him to the United States for tests and in-depth evaluations, Following home visits and a battery of tests, the consensus was, this can't possibly be the same child as the one who experienced a traumatic delivery. David's coordination was normal. His vision and hearing, they were excellent. His fine motor skills were developing right on track. The doctors couldn't explain why David had no obvious ill effects from his extended lack of oxygen. But John and I knew the explanation. God's healing power had brought about a miracle for our youngest son. Not only did David develop as a completely normal little boy, he excelled in incredible ways. By the time he was four years old, we could tell he was fascinated with music. He would sit playing melodies of his favorite childhood songs for hours at the piano. At the age of five, he learned to play the violin. In middle school, he mastered the French horn in a year and quickly became bored with it and decided he wanted to teach himself to play the saxophone. In fact, he had received his first saxophone, as best I remember, at Christmas time, and immediately when he put it together, he started playing the song Amazing Grace. Wow, at the age of nine, David took on a lead role in A Mall and the Night Visitors, a Christmas opera about three kings who visit a young crippled boy, and he performed this enormous role flawlessly. There is no doubt that David is amazingly gifted. He has far exceeded any expectations his doctors had ever given us when he was born. He was, and still is, our miracle baby. As David grew, however, we started seeing some signs that something was a little off. He seemed to be quite forgetful, which we often mistook as irresponsibility. He would continually forget his belongings, fail to remember repeated messages or directions, and was uncertain of where to go and when to be there. He also seemed to be unable to recall everyday occurrences or events. Though his forgetfulness was frustrating at times, for both him and us, David did well in high school and went on to major in music in college. He is highly intelligent, witty, creative, remarkable with his musical abilities, and was determined to gain independence during his college years. David went on, graduated from college, but found himself struggling after graduation. This led to hours of counseling and a series of evaluations. Then one afternoon... A multitude of questions were answered when tests revealed David has developmental amnesia, a severe impairment of episodic memory. The oxygen deprivation David experienced at birth damaged an area of his brain called the hippocampus, an important part of the brain for memory storage. His hippocampus operates at only 50%, and to this day, he struggles when following a series of instructions or recalling what he has repeatedly heard or seen. It's hard to imagine the problems and constant frustration of knowing a critical part of your brain is only working at half capacity. Despite these difficulties, David is a walking miracle and a daily display of God's divine intervention. He has never known what it is to have unhampered recall. Even though he regularly faces embarrassing moments, challenges with day-to-day circumstances and uneasiness in new situations, David presses on in life. Today, he's married with one daughter, and he's a fantastic husband and father. He has successfully learned to navigate life while accepting his developmental amnesia, and he takes every opportunity to use his talent and skills to serve others. Here's why I share the story with you. We all face struggles, and some challenges, like David's, are daily. But Luke 1.37 tells us that with God, nothing shall be impossible. I strongly believe God uses all things for His glory, even our trials in life. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength for even the toughest uphill climbs. Physical trials can be sort of like fire burning through our lives. It brings pain and devastation. We can be so overwhelmed by illness or disability that we shout at the heavens asking God, Why? Why would He allow these things to happen? It can seem as though He has turned away from us and left us in despair. But that's not the character of our God. He is never uninvolved or apathetic to what we face. When we hurt, he hurts. When we cry, he holds every tear. Rather than asking him why we face trials, let's instead strive to ask what. What is it that he wishes to teach us through the trial? He wants to teach us and mold us into the best possible version of ourselves. He wants to purify us as gold through a refiner's fire. In his ultimate wisdom, God chooses what we go through in life, but we choose how we go through it. The moment when we are at our weakest is the very moment we most need to reach toward our Lord. He promises in Hebrews 13:5, "Never will I leave you; never will I forsake you." He also promises to be our strength when our strength is gone. 2 Corinthians 12:9 reads like this: my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. You see this very same truth again in Isaiah 40:29. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Over the years, my family has scaled a few particularly rugged mountains of physical trial. These hardships seem momentous to us, but I know no family is immune to sickness. In fact, I have been amazed by the strength and confidence with which many of my friends have powered through what appeared from the outside to be an insurmountable obstacle. Some of my most humbling moments have come watching others face terrible adversity and physical pain with relentless and unwavering faith. It seems no matter how horrible the situation, their faith would not be shaken. I love seeing God show up and show off in the most difficult circumstances. No matter how grueling the trials we face, He is guiding each step of the way. Our God is always in control. When His children acknowledge His omnipotence, He receives all the honor and glory, and we see Him for who He really is. In times of great need, we can still experience peace, hope, and joy because our God is God. His peace is incomprehensible and unexplainable, but it's incredibly real. When we find ourselves at the point of greatest need, God offers His supernatural peace, something Scripture says we can barely fathom. Paul wrote this, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. To find such peace We must run to Jesus. The Bible says we are to yoke ourselves with Him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, it's easy, and my burden, it's light. You see, when we are yoked with Christ, our hope is not limited by circumstances. Our hope is not in favorable situations. But rather, our hope is in our Lord. We find that truth in Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8. Listen to these powerful words. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, I will not be shaken. On God rest my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in Him at all times, O oh people, pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for you. In closing, what does it mean to you to find rest in God as David did? During times of pain, how can you find refuge in him? No matter the pain or how deep the hurt, we can come to Jesus and connect with Him. He will help us deal with our trials. He wants us to share our burdens. As we learn from Him, He will change us and return hope to our hurting hearts. This hope will hold us securely through all the harsh realities of this life. He promises in Jeremiah thirty-one thirteen, I will turn their mourning into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. Our God will bring bright new mornings into our darkest nights. He is faithful to fill our weary souls with His peace, hope, and joy. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I pray you felt the Lord's peace and found hope in the promises of His Word. Until next time, rest in a God who loves and cares deeply for you. that concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.